could not do this without the thousands of people who have been working on it, and I would be absolutely nothing without my good voice, Billy Kim. The words of Billy Graham, speaking about the crusade in Korea in 1973. Welcome to Hill Country Institute Live, the program that brings you together with Christian ministry leaders, authors, and pastors to discuss major issues of our time. I'm Larry Lennon-Schmidt, your host, and I thank you for joining with us today as we seek to encourage and equip followers of Jesus Christ to show His heart and mind in all that we do. We have a special program today with a Christian leader from Asia, a man who translated for Billy Graham in 1973, who led the growth of a small church into a megachurch, an evangelist who has been a leader in the tremendous growth of followers of Jesus Christ in Korea, and who now leads outreach across large sections of the world through the Far East Broadcasting Company. Stay with us. You won't want to miss, you will not want to miss the story of how God has blessed and used a poor Korean teenager to reach thousands of people with the good news of Jesus Christ. We invite you to visit our website, hillcountryinstitute.org, to hear podcasts of our past radio programs on topics including faith and work, science and art, fighting human trafficking, the spiritual formation of C.S. Lewis, and more. Our guests have included Oz Guinness, Andy Crouch, John Burke, Mayor Ivy Taylor of San Antonio, Jeff Van Duzer, and others who are leaders in aspects of faith and culture. The website also offers audio and video from our past conferences and seminars on faith and science and faith and art and the works of C.S. Lewis and more including Alistair McGrath, Walter Kaiser, Peter Kraft, and many others. Our radio programs are also available on iTunes as Hill Country Institute Live. The program is supported by donations, and you can donate to support this program at hillcountryinstitute.org. For donations over $100, we have a copy of our featured guest autobiography, which tells a story of how a GI helped a poor Korean teenager who God later called into ministry, then how the church in Korea grew in astounding ways as the Lord blessed the ministry of Dr. Kim and other gifted leaders. Visit hillcountryinstitute.org for donations, and please contact us if you would like to sponsor the program. Now let's welcome our special guest, Dr. Billy Kim. Dr. Kim, it's a great honor and privilege to welcome you to our program today. Well, Larry, thank you so much for inviting in your studio to speak about uh, faith and uh, love and Jesus Christ the ministry. Well, it, it's an honor to have you here, sir. It really is. And I think that as our as our audience gets to know you more, this whole great story of your life and how God's worked in it will just kind of unfold for us. So uh, when I think back on your on on what I've read about you, you you were with a, your your family was poor. You were in the Korean War. What what happened to your school and and how were you getting by during that time? Well, before I go on that, when I came in your Studio, I saw it's a Salem communication. Yes. Yes, uh, Stu Epperson, we graduated together. I was, uh, he's a setup man for volleyball, and he spiked, and we went to championship. <laughs> so I think Stu will be happy I'm in your studio. I think that's great, yeah. During the Korean War, most all the Koreans were poor. Mm-hmm. They've been driven out of their home, back and forth. Because when the Chinese volunteer army came down, they've been driven out. My cities, when bombed, 90% of the cities were destroyed. The school that I went, it's been bombed. So the poverty at that time is beyond our description. <laughs> but this American soldier camp came to my hometown and near our home. So some of us boys want to get some chocolate candy bar from American soldiers. So we went over there. Consequently, I met a soldier, and uh, he hired me as a houseboy. Then uh, I went with them wherever they went, you know, retreat, 
forward moving. Mm -hmm. And there I met Sergeant Carl Powers from Virginia. And one day he asked me a question. He said, would you like to go to America? Well, dream of every Korean teenager. They want to come see this great country. Somebody asked me a question. He said, how did you find out about the United States of America? That was simple. One of the soldiers had the Sears Roebuck catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I study every page. You know, they got some beautiful pictures. Yes. If America's that good, I want to go. And then Sergeant Carl Powers one day showed me an application of a Bob Jones Academy in Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, he wanted me to sign, so I signed it. He sent it in, but three months later, application was accepted. They wanted me to come to school. I got scared to death. So I told him, Sergeant Powers, I don't want to go. He said, why? I'm too young, too small. I said, I cannot speak English. And I said, my mother will not let me go because I'm the baby in the family. Well, Sergeant Powers got interpreter and a jeep and asked me to get on the jeep. So he came to our house during the Korean War, talking with my mother, my oldest brother, and he asked he could take her youngest son to the United States and give him an education. My mother said, I'm old. What do I if I don't get to see him come back after he's educated? Sergeant Powers looked at my mother. He said, ma'am, I believe you'll live 15 more years. When she heard 15 more years, she said, go ahead and take him. <laughs> so... He bought my boat ticket from Pusan to San Francisco. And then he wanted me to go to Virginia. So one way or the other, I tried to go to bus. They don't sell me the ticket. I went to train station. They don't sell me the ticket because I have to change several points. I may get lost. He gave me a little name tag. To whom it may concern, send this boy to Route 1, Box 75. He said, if you get lost, show that to American people. They are very gracious. So I wore proudly their name tag, and I came to U.S., went to Virginia. Sergeant Powers already rotated back to his home. So he took me to Bob Jones Academy. And one of the things that registrar asked me, let me see your school record. Well, I didn't have any school record. My school was bombed. That's mm -hmm. the best thing ever happened during the Korean War because my English mathematics weren't so good. <laughs> so he said, what grade were you in? I said, I started 10th grade when war broke out. So they said, we'll put you in the ninth. If you don't get it at a ninth grade level, we drop your grade lower to eight. If you don't get an eighth grade level, we drop you to seventh grade. <laughs> they didn't have any below seventh grade. Well, needless to say, teachers helped. I was able to move on to next grade. And uh, I want to study political science, go back to Korea, become a politician. But God had another plan. It seems like he said, you have so many politicians in your country. They don't need you, but I need you to take this gospel back to your family who have never heard the gospel once before. So I went into university to prepare for the ministry, went to the graduate school, then went back to Korea able to reach all my family. I have uh, three brothers and one sister, all older than I am. I have uh, two dozen nieces and nephews. They all come one by one to trust Christ as their Savior. Oh, that must have been a, a, a lot of rejoicing in your family then. Oh, complete transformation. They burn all the idols, and yeah. they start going to church. 
We've got deacons and deaconesses and elders, and a number of my uh, nieces and nephews, they went to Bible school, seminary. Now they are missionary in China, and they are pastoring, and some of them pastor in Chicago. Wow. So Lord has blessed. Oh, yes. Well, when you, when you came to the U.S., you, you were not a Christian. Uh, your education was, was not as well developed as you might like for it to be. And then you returned to Korea with an American wife and a vision. So you, you met a pastor there. You, you got involved with the church. What, what happened at this next stage of your life? Well, you know, when I was at Bob Jones, one of the college students who was preparing for the ministry showed me John 3, 16 and witnessed to me. And a simple plan of salvation, I accepted Christ, then prepared for the ministry. And uh, there are not many Korean students in South Carolina those days. And uh, I was looking for maybe Korean girls come to the school, mm-hmm. looking for maybe a mate, you know, a partner. Mm-hmm. But I heard as a one Korean girl is coming to school to study at Bob Jones. When she came, she was 43 years old, old maid. And I said, that's not for me. But there's one girl from Michigan. She waited table and she brought a lot of food from kitchen. I said, if I marry that girl, I never go thirsty, so thirsty or hungry. So I asked her to date, and we dated four years, got married. We went back to Korea. Never once she said, let's go back to U.S. If that happened, I wouldn't have a ministry in Korea. But she stayed and willing to sacrifice because Korea was very poor. Mm -hmm. Now, when Chaplain Glover was there, it was like... uh, what, Hilton Hotel, they are staying. But the, uh, when I was houseboy, we all was in little pup tents. And it was a very, very crude accommodations. And it was cold and a hot summer. So Trudy and uh, went to Korea. She's been a wonderful missionary to help out. And she learned to speak Korean very rapidly and start having her own ministry. And we used to go... His base in Osan, Air Force Base, one of the largest Air Force yes, bases. Doc, Dr. Kim's referring to Bruce Glover. Bruce Glover is a good friend who's been on our program before. He's a chaplain in the, in the U.S. Air Force. He serves at Joint Base San Antonio, and he's here with us today. Say, say hello, Bruce, so that everybody knows who you are and, and who we're referring to here. Thank you, Larry. It's a pleasure to be with you today and to be with Dr. Kim and all of the other Far East Broadcasting Company friends and the Children's Choir that are here in San Antonio today and this evening. I would just say that when I was in Korea, there's no better friend for the American Armed Forces there Mm -hmm. than the Far East Broadcasting Company and Billy Kim. I met many, many people in Korea of influence and of a great position and responsibility through Dr. Kim and his ministries through the Children's Choir blessed thousands and thousands of U.S. service people serving there. So we're always pleased to welcome the Far East Broadcasting Company and Dr. Kim to any number of our bases there in Korea. Well, thank you. Thank you, Chaplain Glover. It's good to have you with us. And thank you. We welcome this. This program actually came about through uh, Chaplain Glover's efforts. So it's a, it's a delight. So go right ahead. Oh, he's a wonderful friend. You know, I used to go once a month to U.S. military base, Air Force base, usually take some singers mm-hmm. and uh, people who come down there and encourage American soldiers because without American soldiers, 
there would be no South Korea today. So we always want to do something for the American troops in South Korea because there, there, a lot of them don't have families. Right. And uh, many of us are there serving remote, as we say, away from our families. And so it's a more difficult year. But uh, wonderful Korean hosts and friends like yourself, Dr. Kim, make that year enjoyable. And I didn't know he's a bird colonel. You know, that's very high in the military. (laughs) So last June, I have 500 children's choir. They come from each local stations that we have. And they came to Carnegie Hall to sing for American uh, former Korean War veterans and then some of the Korean people who lives in New York area. Uh And I invited Chaplain Colonel Glover and his wife to come and join that uh, occasion, and they came, and we are deeply appreciated. Since then, uh, he told me he was in, you know, down here, and uh, San Antonio said, boy, I'd like to bring some children's choir. So he made an arrangement for two days that we could have some meetings with the schools, elementary schools, and uh, church tonight at the uh, Lutheran Church. That's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, so... Your your wife and you are back in back in Korea, and tell tell us about the the, the next steps here. Yeah, well, when I got back to Korea, I want to do some evangelistic work, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to pastor a local church. But uh, Korean people, when you introduce yourself, I'm a pastor. He said, "Where is your church?" Well, soon I realized that I have to have church, so I took over small dilapidated church, about around a dozen people, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of students got saved, and we started bringing those people into church. 73, Billy Graham want to come to have a crusade in Seoul, of course, started late 71, 72. So we have uh, Henry Holly from Billy Graham Evangelist Association come prepare for the crusade for a whole year. Oh, year. Wow. Then they were looking for interpreter to translate Billy Graham's message. I don't know anything about people between Bob Jones and Billy Graham. Of course, uh, Bob Jones is uh, very ultra-conservative, mm-hmm. and they consider Billy Graham is a little bit too liberal for them. So I decided not to translate because it might, you know, have a little friction. And uh, so I asked several friends Shall I? Shall I not? I call five friends in U.S., people who support ministry there. Uh-huh. Three of them said yes. One of them said neutral. Another one said no. So finally, Lara says, I asked Trudy, my wife, what do you think? She said, you're trained for that. This is your country. This is not U.S. If I were you, i go ahead and do it. Sure. So she encouraged me. So... I told him I would do it, not knowing how the outcome will come. He started with the 500,000 people at the airstrip. Wow. They sat on the ground. Every night increased about 100,000 people. The final Sunday afternoon, we had 1.1 hundred people gather. And... Uh, Billy Graham spoke, I translated, I still remember his message was, love one another. And uh, 
There are so many people, he cannot give invitation because there's no room to come forward. And Billy said, if you want to trust Christ, receive him, stand up. Mm-hmm. So the counselors go run around, get their name and address. That day, one meeting, they had about 38,000 decision cards spent turned in. Wow. So that started mega church movement in Korea. My church was running about 300 at that time. And when I retire, we had about 20,000 people coming to our church. So God has brought Billy to do a Mm. modern-day revival in Korea. And there's so many mega church in result of that crusade. Yeah. So he he was really a catalyst. But God had to raise up people like yourself to be the, the indigenous, the local leaders of a movement like that. Why well, I tell my friends, you know, the same age level, mm-hmm. we've been blessed by God that Korean church was moving into mega church movement. We were in uh, working for the Lord in that era. Mm-hmm. It's a tremendous opportunity. You could go military base. You could go schools without telling an apology about the gospel. And uh, just last August, about four months ago, I invite 20 American Baptist pastors, 40 Korean Baptist pastors. We went to basic army training camp, baptized 4,800 soldiers by immersion. Because Korea, everything's... uh, uh, Presbyterian uh, influence, they so sprinkle. So we had to get a great big swimming pool. And one of my colleagues here, uh, Cliff McArdle, he came. He was able to, I don't know how many he baptized, with the 100 pastors there baptizing as soon as they come into the... So God is still working That's- in Korea. That's amazing. Well, the statistics I read were that in 1900, 1% of Korea was Christian, and today it's approximately 29%. Uh, maybe 35. Okay. It's so. a different pocket. Seoul area has more, mm-hmm. and down Busan area has less. Okay. So when you average this out, I think somewhere around 30%. Uh, what's beautiful about the uh, statistics is, we have to come from Buddhist background. We have to come from ancestor worship background. So you really have to cross the line if you become a Christian. Sure. And a lot of young people, when they become a Christian, they've been ridiculed, they've been persecuted by their parents mm-hmm. who came have a traditional type of uh, religion. Yeah, they're stepping out of the family. That's life, right. The norm. I understand. Well, uh, in in your ministry, then, you got uh, to a point where you were involved with the Far East Broadcasting Company, and its its emphasis is Korea and more. So tell us tell us about the Far East Broadcasting Company, if you would. You see, Team Mission came, and they want to have a station to broadcast to North Korea. So 1956, they got a permit from the government, so they started. And they had a wonderful ministry. 1956? 56. And uh, Team Mission didn't have enough budget to operate. So they want to give it up. And they were looking for somebody. Then at that time, I started at Jeju Island, 250,000 watt AM station to broadcast to North Korea. Mm -hmm. So Team asked me if I would take over their station, you know, without any remuneration. So I said, okay. So I took over, then I amalgamated two stations. And uh, 
then Forest Broadcasting Company headquarters is in La Mirada, California. So they've been a very helpful and support to the ministry. And uh, so when we had that 250,000 watt, and then Team Mission was a 100,000 watt AM station. And uh, we are broadcasting to North Korea, to China, Russia, and Japan. We have a big antenna, six, six antennas. We switch over to East Beam for Japan, to North Beam to North Korea, West Beam to China. So we have uh, those uh, turning. So many people listen. Uh, we get a lot of cars from Japan. Mm-hmm. We get uh, cars from as far as Moscow, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and North Korea. We get a number of uh, letters coming from defectors. Uh-huh. We have about 30,000 North Korean defectors in South Korea. And they heard the broadcast and have enough courage to flee to China, then to... Uh, Burma and Philippines, then they come to South Korea. Wow. So it's been a tremendous ministry. We probably have a largest listening audience on the radio as any other stations in South Korea. So you, your 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 countries that you're broadcasting to are, are first in South Korea, North Korea, China, Japan. Russia, Japan. We have the different yeah. language blocks. So, so each of those is in the local language. Yes, and on their the vernacular, yeah. Okay. And in Russia, you've got, I mean, if you're going all the way across Russia, you're hitting a, a number of different languages, aren't you? So, No, we, we you know, when the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. and seems like everybody, those satellite countries, spoke Russian. Okay. Very okay. interesting. They all did. Okay. Even uh, Kiev and Dasta, all those, Kazakhstan, and mm-hmm. they, they spoke Russian. Oh, the stand countries. So yeah, right now sure. we have uh, three yeah. FEBC stations in Russia. Hmm. Havarovsk, Leningrad, and uh, Moscow. Wow. Very interesting. We have a station in Mongolia. Can you imagine 25 years ago there's not a single Christians in Mongolia? Now have, they have church all over. That's incredible. I mean, it's, then we have a Cambodia, we have a Thailand, Indonesia, and, uh, of course, they have a extensive ministry in China. So the uh, Philippines, they have a short wave, and we have a big medium wave to broadcast to China every night. So you're so so through the medium of radio, then you're you're literally reaching millions of people in their language, in their homes, wherever they are. I mean, every year we used to get letters from China. I mean. 100,000 letters from China. Uh-huh. And, uh, and when you get tabulized that, it's a tough to send out, tough to write a letter. Yeah. But people, they send it to Hong Kong because we didn't have a diplomatic relationship with China until President Noteo's regime, we opened up the China diplomatic relations. So either they send to Tokyo or they send to Hong Kong, then we get some of those letters mm-hmm. to follow up. So if anybody's interested in learning more about the Far East Broadcasting Company, how would they do that? They just click on uh, FEBC.net Korea. They got all kinds of uh, stuff in the Internet. Okay, so that's FEBC.net. 
Just yes, think sir. Far East Broadcasting Company dot net. Right. F-E-B-C dot net. Or you can Google Far East Broadcasting Company. I know that works because I did it. <laughs> and you can find a ton of information. Well, tell me about your station. Well, we're, we're uh, focused on Texas uh, in this area, and we're trying to encourage Christians to, to think fully and, and live with the heart and mind of Christ and all that they do. So our, our hope is that uh, as we go out into this area, into Central and South Texas, that we, that we are really building up the body of Christ. Now, you have a Spanish block program, too. Uh, yes, there is. Yeah, there's Spanish uh, station, which is corollary and, and with us and part of part of that program. And well, that's, that's, a, that's an important that's, part here because uh, demographically, Texas will be a majority uh, Hispanic state within the next, uh, depending on who you ask, 20 to 30 years. It's so it's moving so, that direction. That's commendable. Yeah. So, so God is good. He works in demographics as well as uh, everything else, doesn't he? Well, we're, we're getting close to time for a break, so... Uh, let me uh, uh, invite our audience to visit hillcountryinstitute.org to listen to our past programs. Also to go on to iTunes uh, for Hill Country Institute Live uh, for podcasts. Uh, we do ask for your help in supporting this program financially. The radio stations like to be paid for airtime, and uh, we'd like to be able to pay them. So please visit hillcountryinstitute.org to make donations. Or if you'd like to sponsor the program, uh, give us a call at 512-680-7993. That's 512-680-7993. Or donate online at hillcountryinstitute.org. For donations over $100, we have copies of Dr. Billy Kim's uh, autobiography. And if you'll stay with us, uh, we will be back shortly. Thank you very much. 